This is Harpcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to Harpcast, our musical podcast. Today we are going to be chatting about how do I plan live ceremony music? So I think that this is really important for our couples and any couple because some people don't know quite how to arrange it because they haven't thought about it before. I think one important thing to think about is where do you put your musicians in your ceremony area? And this is can be quite difficult depending on the venue. So if a musician is playing outside, of course there are some things to consider. If they have an instrument uh, that might get damaged, if it's raining, uh, the wind of course, because you know if it's slightly windy then it does make it quite challenging as musicians, especially uh, people who have to hold their instrument steady as they play. So things like uh, near cover, so if it's completely outdoors there's no gazebo or anything outside make sure that the musician can quickly dart inside somewhere or undercover in case there's a few spots of rain because it does rain definitely (laughs) here in the UK and then of course if you're having a wedding at a church Yes, a church can be an interesting place. So we recommend that you place a musician either at the front of the church if there is space so your guests can see them or at the back of the church if there isn't space at the front. If it's a duet or a trio, then make sure that they're all to one side so they don't have to communicate across the room. Yes, I think from past experiences, when we have been asked to sit, one person sit to the left of the uh, front and one person to the right, so almost like a kind of centrepiece. Um, however, it's quite hard and difficult for us to do that because we can't see each other. So we normally queue in, like to start playing music or if we need to change check double check something between us we can't really shout from either end of the church so make sure they can all fit in that one bit also because you'll be moving on to another venue when you are finished at your church if we're playing for your reception we will ask to be near an exit door that means that we can leave before you are starting to take your photos so that means we don't get in your way If it isn't possible, then we, you know, we normally just wait or ask the best man to let us through when it's convenient, um, because you will have your photos on the front steps of the church normally. But then what happens if you're having a ceremony, like, indoors, but at a venue? So this is, I think, one of the easier setups. I think if there is room at the front of the ceremony room again, um, put us to one side or put your musician to one side or put the musician or us at the back of the room in one corner so it just depends on your seating arrangements and how that might fit in yes it depends on the venue because you know some venue uh, spaces for ceremony areas can be quite narrow or some are quite wide but short or you might have more guests. So, you know, just play around with the with the layout of it all. But then I have a question. How should uh, a couple choose their music for their ceremony? Like, where do you start? Music is such a, a huge, you know, topic with hundreds of different genres now. Where do you actually begin? I think that you should begin with the music that you actually like. 
remember this is your day so I think making sure that you like the music as well as everyone else if you're choosing like an acoustic kind of instrument such as a harp piano then make sure you look up acoustic versions of the songs that you like so if you like a club classic then should I look up like a piano version of it Yes, but remember that every musician will arrange it slightly differently. This is only used as like a template for you to uh, know what it sounds like without the beats and without the studio mixing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another point that I think is really important is to make sure to vary the styles of music you choose. And uh, so pick songs that will be recognizable to everyone. Unless you have, you know, some songs that are really special just to you both, then don't worry so much about this but for when like the guests are waiting for you to arrive and walk down the aisle during that time if you just pick you know really classical songs and you have an, a younger you know family then they might not appreciate it I think that you should cater to, to all age groups of guests so that might mean that you do well-known pop songs or classics and then you can mix in some contemporary classical music as the seating of the guests is happening because um, you're older guests uh, might enjoy that as well mm. so and also i think if you're having just an acoustic duo who also sing like us we we get asked to play you know just um acoustic duets with the two harps but then sometimes some people will want us to sing all the songs so i think you need to really think about like if you want to mix it if you want to have one you know style of uh, music i think that the best parts to have singing if you want singing is when you're coming up the aisle because that really makes a difference and also helps highlight you as you're going down the aisle also having a singing one at the signing of the register so that means we'll sing your first piece and then we'll do an instrumental afterwards so it will all run nicely uh, until you have finished signing. Yeah, that, that's what we normally do, isn't it? When a couple gives us two of their favourite songs, we say which ones you know do you really love the words to and then listen to the lyrics and make sure you've picked the right song to be um, sung as a vocal duet. This duet is really popular during the ceremony or as your guests are waiting and it's Marry You by Bruno Mars played on the two harps.
So what is a trigger song? I know we know what it is, but lots of people have never heard of it. A trigger song is almost like a signal to your other half that you're about to come to them. It's a song that you both choose, whether it's either acoustic or vocal, uh, that is private to both of you. And I think it's a really special touch. So it's like a pre-walking down the aisle song then, basically. You want to choose your favourite too, but obviously keep the best one until you you know walk make that walk and then lots of people think oh is it too early to choose my music is it too late to choose my music when is the right time to choose my ceremony music so if you book with us we will arrange an e-meeting and then we'll ask you to try and choose most of your music so we know exactly what you want and understand your style of music but if you aren't with us then rule of thumb is about six months before because if you do it too early and you hear a wonderful new song that just comes out it it really limits your choices 
Mm. And then you have to, you know, change it and ask them to, um, you know, change it for something you already chosen. And of course, if you're learning, if your musician is learning something new for you, so something that isn't already in their repertoire, I'd say give them about two months. You know, sometimes we can learn a piece in two weeks, but then if we're in a very busy wedding season, we won't have that time to really focus on your special song and make it the best that we possibly can. So giving your musician that little bit of extra wriggle room I think is really important so which parts of the ceremony do do a couple need music for live music for well first of all for the seating of the guests so whether this is in a venue a church you know you've you've invited them in a field or a forest wherever you are your guests are going to be arriving and getting ready for you and you know taking their seats as it were so of course you want to entertain them and give them that special something just as they come through and they'll be like oh wow Otherwise, it can be a bit awkward if you're inviting families that haven't met each other before. I mean, it gives them a general talking point if they recognise a song and relaxes the atmosphere, I think. I think it's a lot more relaxing when you go into a venue that's got music playing in the background. There's just something about it, isn't there? And then walking down the aisle, of course, is the next one. Don't miss out your trigger piece, which will be included in the seating of the guest songs. But then walking down the aisle. So this can be anything you want, anything you've imagined, you know, as you've been growing up. Maybe you've picked out a song or maybe you don't have something that's, you know, a special song that you've thought of. You can go for something traditional like Pachelbel's Canon, which, of course, is very popular with the wedding couples. Then after you've walked down the aisle and you've said your vows, you have to sign a register or sign a certificate if you've chosen a celebrant to do your wedding for you. Then as you're signing your register or certificate, you'll have a few photos taken, you know, with your parents or your family or friends behind you, whoever is really close to you. So you want to entertain your guests because this can take about 10 minutes, can't it? And 10 minutes of silence can be extremely awkward. Awkward and long as well because guests sometimes don't know if they can talk or you know whether they should so having a couple of pieces that you've picked out is really special as well because then you can listen to the music and you know um then of course after you've signed your register certificates it's time to come back down the aisle together this time and this is a time when you know your guests and family are going to be clapping and cheering so I think it's really important that you should choose a celebratory um, track because I think it just really captivates like you've done it and you're like proud of yourselves. Yes, but what are your favourite favorite leaving songs? Because I know a lot of couples really struggle with picking an exit song, don't they? Oh yes, it's definitely difficult, especially if you have an instrument like a harp or a guitar and you don't quite know how it will go. So some really nice and kind of safe options that work are Best Day of My Life by American Authors. That sounds amazing on the harp and on acoustic instruments. Mm-hmm. And then I would uh, pick I'm Yours as a possibility as well. That one's by Jason Mraz. And it's really upbeat and quite funky as well, isn't it? And it's so relevant because you've just said that you're, you're each other's for your lifetime. And then what about a Beatles one like Here Comes the Sun? I think that one's, you know, everybody 
everybody knows it. It's a classic standard song and it's really, you know, the sun is out. Or if it's not sunny, which you can't guarantee in the UK. No. Um, <laughs> I think you. another one is like, all you need is love. Yes. Oh my goodness. That is such a class, another real classic. And everybody knows it, don't they? Yes. All you need is, is love. love. You've got it. And so awesome one more question before we leave our listeners why do we have an e-meeting and why do you need to have a meeting with your um, band or group or singer guitarist musician whoever you book why should you have it before the day well i think meetings actually really help with the relationship between a musician and their uh, client so not only do we talk through the formalities um as part of our service we play live clips as well and we get to know you as well like what kind of music you'd like so if by any you know for any reason you are slightly late or you know something happens then we know what kind of music to keep playing because we don't want to be playing you know really classical music if you don't like it or if you want that we don't want to be playing really upbeat pop for example so it's it's just nice to meet you beforehand and have a chat as well. We'll also go through formal things such as when we need to arrive, where we need to arrive and timings. So that means that your day runs completely smoothly. Mm -hmm. So obviously at your meeting, we'll go through, if you have booked us just for the ceremony, we'll go through your aisle song and signing of the register songs your trigger song before you come down the aisle as well and then the exit so if you are struggling for ideas as well we can give you lots of different suggestions we can play you clips of songs so you can hear what they sound like and some people decide to choose their music that way as well don't they especially so, if they're not great you know fan of you know different bands or artists so especially if that is the case so we will play you the songs that we think that you would like uh, from what you tell us and then we'll probably send you a way to choose your music and if you have any requests we'll learn them and then we'll rearrange another meeting yeah where we can play you your request that we've had to learn and then the music that you've picked for your final set list and we'll also know who will be there for us to let know that we have arrived so like if you've got a registrar or a celebrant that's another important thing that we ask you know like how what's your you know wedding choices that you've made and also if you have a wedding planner with your venue it's very helpful so we can let them know we've arrived so it reduces stress for them yes but i think that's pretty much all the points covered about when why and what kind of music you need for a ceremony and um, how to start planning it really like what to look at um, we will be doing another podcast covering the type of music you can have for your wedding ceremony so make sure to keep listening for that but for now we're going to leave you and thanks again very much for joining us for our harpcast this is harpcast